You're listening to Zeigler Group's Legal Zeitgeist podcast, the funds law podcast series that helps asset management firms reevaluate and revolutionize their current approach to investment funds law with the latest technology, legal and regulatory compliance insights, and best practices. Hello, I'm Kate Horgan, Business Development Manager at Siler Group, and today I'm joined by my colleague Kwame Taylor, Sustainable Finance Expert and Associate in our ESG Services Division. Kwame, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Kate. On today's episode, we will be exploring a recent review conducted by the UK regulator, the Financial Conduct Authority, FCA, examining how fund managers are embedding the guiding principles in ESG and sustainable investment funds. The FCA's review sheds light on the challenges and opportunities faced by fund managers in aligning their funds with sustainability objectives. Kwame, can you provide more information how the review was conducted? Sure. So the FCA's recent review focused on active and passive authorised retail funds that feature ESG and sustainability-related terms in their names. So these terms could include words like responsible, ethical, climate or social. The FCA's review encompassed a diverse range of authorised fund managers of varying sizes, and they requested these firms provide an overview of their ESG and sustainability approaches, aiming to understand their practices in these increasingly important areas. They reviewed fund disclosures available to consumers and visited these fund managers to discuss their ESG and sustainability investment approaches. They did not look at marketing material. However, they did evaluate firms against requirements and guidance in the FCA handbook and expectations from their July 2021 guidance principles letter. Could you elaborate then on the key challenges faced by fund managers in embedding the guiding principles in ESG and sustainable investment funds, particularly in terms of disclosing important information to investors? So firstly, some funds were found to have ESG-related names without explicit ESG or sustainability objectives. Stewardship approaches were frequently unclear, and in some cases, firms struggled to demonstrate how they influenced ESG outcomes through engagement with investee companies. Secondly, there were inconsistencies in fund holdings with stated ESG or sustainability objectives. Particularly, the reasoning behind certain investments were not always clear or adequately documented. Thirdly, the review found that crucial ESG and sustainability information was often not put into context, making it difficult for investors to make informed decisions. There was also a disconnect between a firm level and fund level disclosures, causing confusion about the ESG contributions and goals of individual funds. Lastly, the authorised fund managers were found to have evolving governance arrangements, especially concerning older funds that had integrated ESG and sustainability objectives post-launch. Overall, the review calls for stronger product governance structures and more rigorous monitoring of adherence to investment objectives and policies. Kwame, looking ahead, what does this mean for the future of sustainable investing in the UK market? Authorised fund managers are encouraged to assess their compliance with existing rules and the guiding principles, particularly in preparation for the sustainable disclosure requirement and investment label regimes, as well as also the consumer duty obligations. They are expected to identify and rectify any deficiencies in their funds design, delivery and disclosure. 
That's like the review overall indicates that the FCA will persist in their oversight, enforcing compliance and addressing findings from the review. It's certainly never a dull moment in the world of sustainable finance. Kwame, thank you very much for joining me today. Your insights have been invaluable. Thank you very much, Kate. You reached the end of another episode of the Legal Zeitgeist podcast. Connect with us at zeidler.group to subscribe. Thank you for listening. The Legal Zeitgeist podcast is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice. Professional legal advice should be obtained before taking or refraining from any action as a result of the contents of this podcast. All rights reserved.